Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your boy Ray Ray coming at you with another Fat Boy Takes Finally. Just an update on me. I know I have not put out anything out in a cool minute. I'm not even gonna lie. I know I told you guys I was gonna get back on the pod grind, but you know, the holidays came up. I got lazy. I was working a lot. And I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I like, I love doing the pod. I'm not going to lie. I, it's fun to me. I know there's millions of people that have pods. So whoever messes with the pod, I am, oh, I always appreciate that you, you know, you listen to the pod. Um, but I just want to say I am going to, I'm not going to say I'm going to do it 100% because I don't want to lie to you guys, but I am going to try my hardest to, to drop a pod every week. If not, I will do it bi-weekly. It's just rough for me right now. A lot of hours getting put in at work, and it's just rough. Also, I'm a little bit under the weather today, so if I sound like shit, I'm sorry. You're going to have to deal. On today's pod, I'm just kind of like, get on the mic. I'm just kind of like, kind of like, freestyle this pod. Like, I'm just going to talk about some shit that I been thinking about that I've been going on my brain like going on in my brain like it's gonna be like like random shit obviously I'll do it with sports going on right now but it's just this one's kind of like gonna be raw I'm not really gonna edit this shit like after the intro like I'm not gonna edit it so it's just gonna be all clean if you hear them you'll probably hear me fuck up if I get tongue-tied it's because it's all from the dome I'm not going to fucking write down any notes. Basically, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to freestyle this fucking this fucking pod. Whatever we're going to. So if, if the pod's all over the place, I'm sorry. This is just to get my ass back on the fucking mic. Because I need to start dropping content for my boys that are subbed. And, you know, that support. So, yeah. Uh, so, with that being said... Um, we're going to get this bitch going. All right, so here we go. The first thing I want to talk about, I want to talk about the bullshit Kyrie said this past week uh, about the Nets uh, having big glaring holes. That to me was like pretty fucking shitty. It literally reminded me of when he was with the C's last year. It was just kind of like, what the fuck, my guy? You just fucking missed like 20... You missed half the season already. You just missed 20 fucking games. You come back literally your first fucking game and you shit on your fucking teammates. You literally said, we have big glaring holes uh, apart... In other words, apart from me and KD, everybody, every other position is like a... is a problem. And it's like, wait a goddamn minute. How do you have the fucking audacity to come back after not playing 20 games and shit talk your teammates? And another thing, that whole time he was injured, Spencer Dimwitty was fucking killing it. He had like a couple 30-point games. He was averaging like 20. My man was stepping the fuck up. He was showing that they don't need fucking Kyrie. He literally showed that shit, and it sucks because now that Kyrie's back, I promise you all Spence's numbers are going to drop. And the thing that's fucked up about that is that Spence 
probably won't even want to leave the team. He's like, it seems like he, he likes the situation he's in, even though he's going to get shit on because his numbers are going to go down. And then it's just crazy that Kyrie also said all that bullshit after not playing those 20 games when it's like, bro, you haven't even got a chance to build chemistry with these guys because you've been out so many games. It's like the Nets haven't even got a fucking chance to build any chemistry with you. So the fact that you you come back after not playing 20 games, you shit-talk your teammates, one of your teammates that plays your position is playing out of his fucking mind, and then you say some shit like that is pretty fucking shitty to me. It just reminded me of the Boston Celtics from last year, like, oh, these guys don't know how to win, they don't know what it takes, and it's like, what are you talking about? They made it to the ECF without you. And then also, another example, he said that, and then the Nets literally made the playoffs without him last year. They made him with D'Lo. So is D'Lo that much better of a player than Kyrie? He must be. The fit must be better. Obviously, the, they should have kept D'Lo because I'm pretty sure if they kept D'Lo, they'd be, well, they'd be in the playoffs. Like, they'd probably have a better seed. I expected the Nets to have a better record than they do right now. I know Kyrie's been out, but... Spencer been playing out of his mind. Yes, there is going holes, but it's not up to Kyrie to open his fucking mouth and say that. Let the fucking GM do his job. You go to the GM and you're like, yo, my man, um, I feel like we need to upgrade these positions if you want us to be a championship caliber team. You don't fucking do that shit publicly. That's just shitty. And then, like, a couple of days later, he tries to save face by saying some shit like, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on in the locker room. Dude, obviously you don't fucking know either. You've been gone 20 fucking games. So what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know what's going on in the locker room. Motherfucker, you've been gone 20 games. And then you come back and you shit talk your teammates. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Kyrie, drop your bullshit ass ego. I know you're a great player, but you need to stop that bullshit. And, you know, you need to build chemistry with your team and go from there and see how you're looking by playoff time. Instead of talking this shit right now, you haven't even had time to chill with the team. Enough on bitch ass Kyrie. Uh <laughs> bitch ass Kyrie. He's not a bitch. But I'm just I just said bitch ass Kyrie. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. Alright, so here we go. Let's talk about the Lakers. The Lakers have been looking great. I'm not gonna lie. I like how they play. They play with a lot of urgency. Like you you can tell teams are going at them and they're responding. Obviously the record's fucking good. Um, the I the only issue I've been noticing they're gonna need that third option. Kyle Kuzma is not that third option. I don't care what anybody fucking says. Kyle Kuzma is way too fucking inconsistent to be the third option for that team. He'll have that one game where he'll drop like thirty six points, and but who fucking cares? Cause the next four or five games he's averaging like six or seven points. In the playoffs, he cannot do that. Like, that team will, like, they need to find another another scorer. Like, they do have, like, those players like Green that pick it up every now and then. But I, it's just, I don't know what the Lakers are going to do in the playoffs, though, when it comes to finding more scoring. Because teams are going to take away those things. You already know in the playoffs, everything slows down and... Teams literally scheme you to take away the best shit you have. So we're going to see. Like Kyle Kuzma either going to start showing showing that he can be that third option right now. 
or his ass is going to get traded by the deadline. There is no way the Lakers have a chance. Like, they, they can't take a chance on Kyle Kuzma. The Lakers are in win-now mode. Because if they don't win a championship this year, I do not know if they have what it takes to win one next year. Because you already know the Clippers are going to be better. And the Golden State Warriors will most likely be back. Like, everybody's like shit talking the Warriors right now because they have like the worst record in the league. But mind you guys, they're miss they're missing Clay. They're missing uh Curry. And they ha- they're about probably about to max out D They're gonna get a top five pick because they're so fucking garbage. So they're gonna get a top five pick. I'm pretty sure they will trade that pick. They might even get the number one pick overall. And you never know. I'm pretty sure if they get that number one pick, they are trading that pick for talent. So the Lakers need to try to get it done this year. Because next year, the West is going to be even harder. And also, the Nuggets. I know a lot of Laker fans are like, nah, the Nuggets, blah, blah, blah. We are not afraid of the Nuggets. You need to be afraid of the Nuggets. The simple fact that 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 Joe Keek is starting to ball out right now is kind of like concerning. Joe Keek is starting to play better. I know Jamal Murray went down, but the Nuggets, Michael Porter Jr. is literally I I've been I've been said that that kid is either going to be good, like he has a really good shot of being good because his the his comparisons his game was compared to like KD. He said he had a lot of explosiveness. That he was just like KD. He's like a little mini KD. And he's kind of been showing it once he's been getting the minutes. He's been playing 20 minutes. Every time he plays 20 minutes, he's average. He's averaging 15 points per 20 minutes. So that's pretty fucking good coming off the bench. So the Lakers need to worry about the Nuggets. Also, obviously, the Clippers are 2-0 against the Lakers. So the Lakers need to be worried about them. And now, on that note, let's talk about, about the Clippers. To me, it seems like the Clippers don't give a fuck about the city. That's what it's looking like. They literally load manage like every damn game. Don't give a damn. They just like, uh, we're playing the Bucks tonight. Load manage either fucking PG or fucking Kawhi. Or like that one game they lost that they were like, okay, load manage Beverly uh, Paul George. Like they, it, it seems like they don't give a damn. They just like want to be healthy uh, for that playoff push, kind of like Doc would do with the Celtics. That he would sit like KG, Ray Allen, uh, Paul Pierce, like right before like the playoffs were were rolling around. He would start sitting them every other night. So it's looking like he's trying to do do the same thing with the Clippers, but he's doing it like way earlier. Obviously, we know Kawhi needs it because I guess he has a bad knee, but. And also, Kawhi has been playing out of his fucking mind. So, and every time Kawhi has played the Lakers, Kawhi has killed him. I think he's averaging 35 points a game uh, from both of the games he's played against him. I think he's averaging like 35 points. Um. So, yeah. And then another thing. Let's talk about that shit that, that Kyle Kuzma said. Well, his trainer said. And then Kyle Kuzma said, a spade a spade that LeBron doesn't want the smoke. Uh... LeBron going to have to want the smoke in the fucking playoffs in order for the Lakers to win that series. LeBron is going to have to guard Kawhi. There is literally nobody on the Lakers that stands a fucking chance 
of guarding Kawhi. The only one is probably AD. But you're not going to want AD chasing Kawhi all over the fucking court. AD will be fucking dying by the fourth the fourth quarter rolls around. So we'll see. Uh, also, I have a feeling. That's another reason I have a feeling Kyle Kuzma might get traded for those comments. Because you already know you don't fuck with LeBron. You can't say some stupid shit and get away with it. Lee GM, gonna get that fool out of there. But yeah, uh, back on on the Clippers. That team looks solid as shit though. The defense is kind of shaky right now, but I think come playoff time, that team's gonna be like a well-oiled machine. So the Lakers need to be concerned uh, about the Clips because they're here and the Nuggets. Uh, let's talk about the Nuggets a bit now. I like what I've been seeing so far. The only question mark to me, the Nuggets, is Jamal Murray. Like, the man just got maxed the fuck out. There is games that he is absolutely fucking terrible. He really needs to show that he was worth that contract. Up until lately, he has not been able to show that he is worth that contract. Like, yes, he's averaging his 18 points a game, but... When you think of that contract that he got, it's shit. Like, they're expecting him to make a leap. You know, score at least six, seven more points. He has not been able to do that. He's literally averaging the same stats as he was last year. And then you have guys like Jalen Brown that are getting paid less, that are averaging what he averages. And he's literally the second option. As to where Jalen Brown, he doesn't, you, you really don't know what option he is he can be the first option one night he can be the fifth option one night so it's like jamal you are clearly the number two on that fucking team you need to play like the fucking number two and play up to your fucking contract if you want your team to have a chance of getting out of the west and like i said i just said earlier like michael porter jr is looking fucking solid but the thing with Michael Porter Jr., he's not going to be able to play a lot of minutes for the simple fact he's coming back from re- from not playing basketball for a whole year because he was rehabbing his back. So that's I that's an issue right there. So Jamal definitely needs to step up um, if they want a chance. And then I know that was one of the top defenses last year, or it was the top defense in the league. If that defense starts shooting on all cylinders again, that team's going to be scary come playoff time. And now, let's talk about the Mavericks. Because the Mavericks, I think the Mavericks are legit. I don't think they'll be like a contender, but they're like, I think they're a piece away. They need one more piece. And they need Przingis to come back. Because I know they started taking a couple of L's because Przingis has been has been uh, injured, but Luka Doncic is the real deal. I've been saying that. You guys already know. I've been saying Luka's the real deal. Kid's great. He 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 has no fear. But the only problem with Luka, his defense is awful, and every everybody knows that. They're all starting to go at Luka. In order for Luka to be like like, Luka is a top five player in the NBA offensively. Straight up. Offensively, there's not he's like nearly unguardable. But 
His issue is if he wants to be great, he needs to work on that defense. If he does not improve that defense, he's going to be exactly like Carmelo Anthony. No disrespect to Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is a great player, but his defense is just fucking atrocious. And it's like, cool, you're scoring 30 points, but you're going to give up 30 points at the other end. You already know he can't be doing that shit in the NBA, especially now. The NBA values those two-way players, those players that can line it up on offense and then lock somebody up. Luka Doncic needs to do that in order for him to be top three player in the NBA. Like like I said, top five offensively, defense is terrible. He needs to work on that. But back to the Mavs. Uh, I feel like the Mavs are a good team. Like They play well. They move the ball well. At one point, they were the, thir- the best three-point shooting team in the league. <clears throat> they were also attempting the most threes. But they were they were making the most threes. Obviously, you're gonna attempt more. You know, you're gonna make more. But I feel like they, when Prozingas, if Prozingas comes back healthy, that team will be okay. I think they'll easily be a fourth seed in the West. That's not easy to get either. Like for me, the I feel like the best four teams in the West. It's Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, and them and the Mavs. Those are like the four best teams to me in the in the West. Oh well, let's not forget about the Jazz. Also, I don't want to disrespect the Jazz. My boy Tyler loves the goddamn Jazz, but I don't know if the Jazz are legit yet because they're like weird. Like they had that stretch that they were taking L's and L's and just looking like shit, and then they they became the hottest team in the NBA after the Jordan Clarkson trade. So. I got to see. I got to give that a little bit more time to marinate before I'm like Jazz top 14, you know? So right now I have the Mavs in front of them for the simple fact, even though the Mavs are like a sixth seed right now, I think the Mavs just, that Przingis injury kind of screwed them. That's why they started losing. Because let's be honest, Przingis is their second best player. So, you know, of course they're going to need to get him back. So uh, I think Przingis... Would just give that team a big lift. Obviously, he's good offensively. He's averaging like six, 18 points. Uh, and obviously, you obviously that's your center. You need him for the defense. So, I guess we'll see. But I think the Mavs will be fine. And now let's talk a bit about the Jazz. I, I thought that Jeff Green, well, you know, they cut Jeff Green. And I thought that Jordan Clarkson trade wasn't going to work out. It's like, well, who knows if he's going to fit the system. My God. That trade so far has been the best trade in the league so far. Obviously, it's been the best trade in the league so far because they were like 15. Since they got them, they're like 15-2. and two. So, obviously, that trade is working out big time. I I did believe that team needed more scoring because uh, I know Mike Connolly was struggling. Now you have a guy that you can just be like, all right, Mike, you're playing like ass. Get out the game. Let's put in Jordan. Let's see what he does. You know, you have a player that can lift them up. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell is a good player. Rudy Gobert. Uh, you know, Brogdanovich is always going to do his thing. That man always good, you know. Yeah, he may have that bad game, but that man's very, very consistent. So he's going to do. He's going to get his buckets. Uh, so, so far, I like, I like that Jordan Clarkson trade. At first, I did not like it. I'm going to be honest. I was like, damn, you traded Jeff Green. Like, Jeff Green's pretty good, like, in the playoffs. But 
Jordan Clarkson has been showing that they needed that scoring off the bench because obviously they've won they're like 15 to 2 since he he joined the team. So best trade in the league so far for them. That's been the best trade the, since this year. And also remember we have the playoff, I mean not the playoffs, the the trade deadline February 6th is the trade deadline. The trade deadline was usually the second week of February. But now since the season starts earlier, it got pushed back, pushed forward a week. So it's February 6th. Just, you know, I'm pretty sure all of you are going to be staying by your phones that day. Like if you're a basketball fan, because you already know, we're all going to be waiting for the WoJ bombs. Um, So yeah, that Jazz trade is good. Let's talk a little bit about the East. Um, Obviously the Bucks, best team in the NBA. Uh, that team right now is just a well-oiled machine. One thing I noticed about that team, like if you if you play against the Bucks, like if you go down big, the game's literally over. Like it is so hard to come back against that team, especially when they're playing well. The perfect example was against the Celtics. The Celtics went down, got down by 27 points in that first half, and then they 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 came back. They made it a game, but it was already too late. Like, 27 points was way too big of a deficit. And that's what the Bucks do against teams. Like, the Bucks will come... And also, that's another thing. I noticed the Bucks sometimes will come out shooting lights out. Like, the game just starts, and it's like, Oh, dude, check this out, bro. We're 9 for 11 from 3. And that's literally like, shit. Like, if you're a team, what do you do against that? You're going to be playing good D, and if they're hitting their shots, it just kind of... it's so It must be so disheartening for a player to be like... Shit, man! I just d this this guy up, and he's and they're still hitting shots. Like, what do you do? It's like, you know, that also has to mess with their mentality. Like, damn, I'm over here guarding them. You know, the shot clock's like five seconds. He's he hit a big three. Like, they're up they're up eighteen now, and then you look down and then you look up. You're down twenty four, and it's like, holy shit! What do you do? And I, another thing, I'm gonna be honest. Let's just stop the whole MVP shit. Let's just give the award to Giannis already. Let's stop wasting time here. Giannis is the clear-cut MVP right now. And unless he gets injured, just hand on the man the damn trophy already. Let's stop wasting time. We don't have to wait until the offseason. Let's just hand the man the trophy already. Unless the fucking... Bucks implode, which I highly doubt they're going to. Let's just hand Giannis the trophy already. The man deserves it. Give that man his motherfucking MVP trophy already. Um. Also, the Bucks play solid as defense. That's why they're one of the best teams in the league. Solid as defense, splashing their threes. Giannis is playing out of his mind. He's averaging like thirty points in in three quarters. So thirty points, fifteen rebounds. And he's also resting because most of their wins are blowouts. So it's like, all right, well, I already got my 30 points. Uh, we're up 25 in the fourth. Giannis, rest the whole fourth quarter. So how the Bucks are resting Giannis is good. Obviously, they're blowing teams out. He's he's going to he's gonna be fresh for the playoffs. There's no way. They're going to continue to blow teams out. So the Bucks are just playing winning basketball, hitting their shots, defending very well. Now let's talk about the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are currently the third seed in the East. Uh, I think the Celtics uh, 
and the Bucks, I think those are the two best teams in the East. Yes, I know the Heat are the second seed right now, but I don't think I I feel that this way about the Heat. No disrespect to you Heat fans or the Heat. I think the Heat are a good regular season team, but when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to get exposed. As to where I know the Celtics will not get exposed because the Celtics will be playing that top that top 5 defense in the playoffs and we already know what Jason Jalen and you already know what you're gonna get from Jason and Jalen. You already know what you're gonna get from Kemba. The big, the big problem for the Celtics is that X factor. It's their X factor is Gordon Hayward. They really, really, really need Gordon to start playing well. When Gordon plays well, it just elevates this team to another level. Because it's like what Jalen Brown said. When he's playing well, he's hitting shot. He'll because he can kill you from anywhere. It's it's he he'll hit shots. He can and if he's hitting his shot, you're gonna have to defend him. He's a good he's a great playmaker. And it's like what do you do? He's good off the pick and roll, he's good off the pick and pop. He can just do so many things for them. He op- he literally opens the court for all of them. He makes their he makes their whole team's job easier when he's playing well and hitting shots. So the Celtics definitely need Gordon Hay- Hayward to step it up. And I know that a lot of you Celtics fans are like, oh, we need a trade, we need a center, we need to go get Andre Drummond. We The Celtics do not need to go get Andre Drummond. Ain't nobody going to take that Gordon Hayward contract. Nobody wants that contract because Gordon is super inconsistent right now. Maybe if he was a little bit more consistent, somebody would take a chance on that contract, but nobody wants that contract right now. So you C's fans, you literally need to cut that bullshit out because it's Gordon Hayward is here to stay. What I recommend you do is you just support the guy. There's nothing else you can do. He's going to be here after February 6th. Whether you like it or not, he's going to be here. And you never know. What if he hooks us up at the end of the offseason and opts out of his contract and signs with us for less, allowing us to sign a legit big man? Also, keep that in mind. You never know. That is Brad Stevens' boy. Maybe Brad can talk him out of taking that thirty mil and be like, "Yo, like, maybe if you take less uh, for this, you know, we can work something out. You take less, we sign a good center, and then you have a sick ass starting five of Kemba, Jalen, JT, Gordon, and then a legit center. Say you take ten mil less, you ne- you never know. That shit could happen. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. You never know. So we'll see. Um, Another thing, there's Kemba also, I kind of see Kemba struggling to be consistent. There's days that he'll he'll go off, he'll have like a 40-point game. But the thing that I like about Kemba is that Kemba will take responsibility for playing like shit. He's not going to be like, oh, uh, like, uh, I play bad. Like, he's not going to be like, oh, uh, when he gets asked a question, he's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to keep shooting. No, Kemba's smart enough to know that he's if he's not playing well, that he needs to move the ball. He needs to get the ball to the players that are playing well. That's something I like about Kemba on this season. He's not selfish like Kyrie. I'm just going to say Kyrie will just keep chucking and chucking and chucking until something goes in. And also the ball would always stick with Kyrie. You, if you watch the C's play, you, you would have saw it's a big difference watching Kemba and Kyrie on this team. Kemba literally knows he's like yo my guy's got it going i'm gonna take a back seat i'm gonna i'm gonna facilitate 
My boys are killing it. JTJB are killing it. Dice is doing his thing. Let me step back. Let me let me let me set them up. So that's some, that's the one thing that's good about Campbell and the Seas. They understand that. Um, but uh, I think the Seas will be fine come playoff time. I think the I still I still believe the Eastern Conference Final is going to be the Seas and Bucks. Hopefully I'm right, but we'll see. Now let's talk about a bit about the Heat. Um, I'll be honest, like um, I did not expect the Heat to be playing this well. Especially this far into the season, I thought they were gonna drop off. So big ups to the Heat. Like, like I know I said I don't. I think they're a good regular. I'm gonna be honest. I think they're a good regular season team, and the playoffs are gonna struggle when everything slows down and when they clamp up those rookies. Like, we've ne- we don't know if none and Hero are gonna are gonna do their shit. Also, that dude uh, Albayambo. Oh my God, that man has been playing out of his fucking mind. Like. That guy, good for him. He's fucking killing it. So that's another big reason they're successful. Like, their two rookies are producing, and that Abuyambo guy is producing. He's killing it. And also, with Jimmy, Jimmy's doing his thing. He obviously has that team as, as a second seed. They all bought into whatever Jimmy was selling. So good for them. Uh, also, they're well-coached. They also play good defense. Uh, they can spread the floor. So... I feel like the the Heat will be fine. They'll get it. They'll, they'll be a top three seed. Um, but playoff time, I think they're gonna get exposed. But we'll see. You know, a lot of shit could happen from now until playoff time. Um, now let's talk a bit about the Sixers. To me, the Sixers are like the Celtics of last year. Like, the Sixers made these this, these good signings. Like, that Al Horford signing is a good signing. But he's clearly unhappy. You can tell. It's just he, he, he doesn't really fit in that offense. With Embiid in the paint. Like, everybody knows Al Horford could, could play. You know, he can stretch the floor. But Ben Simmons, I think Ben Simmons is an issue for that team. The only reason I say that is because come playoff time, you already know how it's going to go down. Like, if you know ball, everybody's going to be sagging off of Ben. They're going to be like, yo, Ben, you need to make, you need to shoot that. You know, you're not, we're not going to, we're going to take away the, we're going to take away the lane from you. You need to make a, you need to make your jumpers. And it's like, once they do that to him, and then they start taking away you know, and B, they start doubling in bead and they put it on, on Simmons' hands. Like, it's a good luck. Um, and then another thing, Tobias Harris has definitely not been playing up to his contract. Like, I know a lot of people were shitting on Jalen Brown at the beginning of the season because he had, like, two bad games. And then since there, he started averaging 20. They're paying Tobias Harris $7 more million dollars then Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is outperforming his contract right now. Literally, that contract, Jalen Brown's contract, is a discount compared to Tobias Harris's contract. Tobias Harris's contract, along with Gordon Hayward's contract, is literally one of the worst fucking contracts in the league. How my man is getting paid $35 million to produce 15 fucking points and 
it's like, bruh, they brought you in here to be, you know, to, to, to give us more than 15 points. It's like, uh, it's kind of hard, you know? And then back to the whole, the whole Al Horford being unhappy, by the way. Like I said, I told you I'd be all over the place. I don't have no notes in front of me, nothing. Um, Al Horford's not happy. He doesn't, he's, he's, they're saying he doesn't really fit in that offense because he can't do anything in the paint. Joel Lampede is hogging up the paint. So everything he has, he has to do everything from outside the paint, which Al can do, but it's obviously harder. Obviously, you want to get your big man touches in the paint, but you can't have him and Embiid in the paint. It's it's that whole either or. Either you have Embiid in there or you have Al Horford in there. So it's kind of rough right now. They're take, And also Embiid just got hurt, so they're starting to take L's like Everybody thinks the Sixers are going to come out the East. Well, not everybody. Just Sixers fans. Not everybody that knows ball is like, no, the fucking Sixers are fucked. Also, the Sixers have absolutely no depth. That's like a big issue. Like, and I don't know if they're going to be able to spread the floor in the playoffs. Like, their three-point shooting is really, really questionable. Like, they, like, hope that guys knock down their threes. If they're not hitting the three ball... That team gets so much easier to beat. Like, they're very, very beatable when they cannot hit the three ball. And also, when I've noticed that when Ben Simmons has, like, when teams have a player that can guard Ben Simmons, the game's like, it, it makes it even easier to beat them. Like, when they're not hitting their threes and they have a player to guard Ben Simmons and they're making Ben Simmons useless, it's literally GG's. That game is done. No matter what MB does, that team is going to lose. No matter what. Yo, I said I wasn't going to edit the pod, but I was playing it back. And I was like, dude, I did not talk about that boy, Jay Morant. Jay motherfucking Morant is going to win the Rookie of the Year. I did not have that dude winning the rookie of the year I had not seen Jaw play at all to be honest and then he was also injured so you did not know if he was going to even start the season but that kid is going to be fucking nice the Grizzlies really really lucked out picking up Morant the kid's great um, obviously he worked a lot in the game in the, in the offseason you know he had a lot of haters saying that he couldn't shoot well and he's obviously proving all the haters wrong because that boy is literally lighting it up. He's literally has the the Grizzlies right now in the eighth seed in the West. So to me, I know I picked Zion at the beginning of the year to win MVP because everybody thought Zion would be back sooner. But the clear cut rookie of the year right now is John Morant. John Morant, if he does not get injured, he is going to win the rookie of the year. The rookie of the year. Uh, I feel is John Morant's to lose. Uh, Morant is clearly the best player out of the rookie class. He's proven it, proven it time again. Also, another thing that I think is special about this kid, the kid shows no fear. Um, he has played good against all, like, like all the good teams as well. He's not only playing good against bad teams. Like, he showed out against the Lakers when he played against the Lakers. 
And when the Lakers had the best defense in the league, he 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 did his damn thing. He, they were the reason they only lost by like one point. Uh, so J- John Moran is clear cut the MV the rookie of the year MVP. Yikes, dude! But yeah, John is gonna be the rookie of the year. Um, and also, I am very very happy that Zion is finally gonna get to play because I am so sick and fucking tired. Of seeing the fucking Pelicans on national television. Oh my god. Zion had all the hype around him. Got injured. Got the Pelicans on fucking national TV. And then he fucking, we, we got stuck watching them. I'm sorry. I don't want to watch the fucking Pelicans. The Pelicans fucking suck. With the exception of Brandon Ingram balling out this year. So big ups to Brandon Ingram. He's doing his thing this year. So that's cool. I'm glad Brandon Ingram's balling. But I do not want to see the Pelicans on national TV. It's just something I don't want to see. There's better games that we can be watching. So I'm glad that Zion's going to come back. So we're going to see if the hype is finally real. Even though it's not fair to expect a lot from Zion. Because Zion clearly hasn't played the whole year. But I think it's cool that we're finally going to get to see what this kid is made of. So that's good. So, yeah, John Morant, Rookie of the Year. Also, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrong. I think Anthony Davis is probably going to win the Defensive Player of the Year if he can stay healthy. I know he's injured right now, but I think my buddy Sal, the lifelong Laker fan, is probably going to end up being right about his pick for the Defensive Player of the Year. So, yeah, I was literally not going to talk. I was literally had some other shit, and then I was listening to to back the whole the whole pod and I was like dude I did not talk about John Morant I am a fucking clown dude I need to pop this bitch back in there and talk about that boy Jock cause that kid is nice as shit so yeah I'm talking about Jock kid's good and then obviously Zion I'm glad he's back so big ups to all you Pelicans fans I'm sorry for shitting on the Pelicans I just had to say that I know a lot of people are thinking what I'm thinking that why the hell are we watching the Pelicans when they don't have Zion you know the Zion hype is real he is clearly real because he got that team on national television um that's pretty much it gonna be about the pod today I was gonna talk about football but to be honest I'm not actually never mind I am a clown I need to talk about the Cowboys getting McCarthy I do not agree with that signing. At first, it was looking cool, but then I started thinking about it, and he started saying some stuff, and I'm just like, bro, what? Are you serious? This man said he wants to tailor the Dallas Cowboy defense after Dak Prescott? Dude, why? We got a top three running back in the league. Why the hell do we just run the ball and throw when we have to? And who and also that's another thing we don't know if we're gonna be able to get Amari Cooper back. I know he's saying that he wants to stay, but who knows? Nothing. You know, we we are gonna need a, a good receiver. Obviously, we know Dak needs a good receiver. Also, I just hope that McCarthy it pans out. Like I said, I don't like some of the shit he's saying. I didn't like that whole I'm gonna tailor my defense around Dak Prescott. I know Dak, Dak Prescott is probably going to get franchise tagged. I don't think he will get extended. He's going to have to show that he can be the man 
Jerry obviously does not trust him. It's clear that he doesn't trust him because if he trusted him, he already would have paid him out. So we got to see. I don't like that sign-in so far just because a lot of the stuff McCarthy's saying is kind of like, uh, I don't know. But the Giants just signed Jason Garrett. So fuck yeah. The Giants will probably still fucking suck. So that's fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I'm going to talk about in the NFL. I am going to end the pod here. Uh, all right, so I'm ending the pod here. I uh, just want to say thank you guys uh, for ever stuck around listening to the whole pod. Thank you. Have a good morning slash afternoon. I hope you guys do some cool shit. I hope you guys have fun on whatever you do today. I hope you can take your girl somewhere nice or you go grab some nice refreshing beers with your boys and you have a great night. Um, another thing I am thinking about rebranding the pod, well, not rebranding it, I just, like, want to get new overlays for, like, Podbean and everything else, uh, if anybody wants to help with that, here's the, it's like, it's a couple, it's like a hundred bucks, anybody wants to help with the cost, you know, because you're a fan of the pod, or you're just feeling generous, uh, the PayPal is, R-E-Y, R-E-Y, 2586 at gmail.com. By no means does anybody have to help me do this. I'm just saying, if you want to, you do not have to help me. Um, but any help will be appreciated. Um, so, yeah, don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. Your boy will be back with another pod soon. Yes, I said soon, because I am going to get back on this potty shit, and next time, I will have notes, I will have a structure like I always usually do, like I said, this was just kind of stuff I wanted to get out, all this stuff is literally raw, straight from the dome, it's not edited, except for like that part that I was like, yo, I fucked up, I didn't talk about John Morant, and we need to talk about that boy, because that boy ballin'. yep, <laughs> so alright guys, Take care. I'll catch you all later. Have a safe weekend. Peace.